The Ash, Kip, Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast. What a surprise. We have Tones and I on the phone. G'day, how you going? Yeah, good. really good. Welcome to the madhouse. <laughs> Is that what it's like with you guys in there? Or are you all together right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are now. We're... Susie's in Tokyo, so she's not here. And where Wait, are you? Okay. Where are you at the moment? In Melbourne, in my house, in lockdown. In lockdown. Oh, how oh, bad yeah. is the lockdown? Like, like, what, what does your daily routine look like? It's all right. I mean, we had the re- album release this weekend, so we all were up and about all weekend. And before that, we went in on Thursday before we found out about lockdown. We went and surprised some high schools um, and played some music and had to talk to them um, <clears throat> about anti-bullying. So that was fun. So it's, I'm all right. I mean, it's more Sydney that are really. Mm. I mean, we know as Melbourne is what it's like, but Sydney are right now. They're probably feeling not very good. There's a federal government minister for loneliness now. It's actually true. There's a story in the paper today. Oh, yeah. it's, wow. It's pretty full on. No point laughing about anyway, it. Anyway. <laughs> what a sad <laughs> way to start the interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah so a new album. <laughs> what else is depressing? <laughs> oh, no, talk to us about this, uh, about this album. Um, Welcome you, to the Madhouse. You've done it all yourself again, uh, um, you know, from the, the concept, execution, producing, all the rest of it. Your hands are all over this. Do you see that uh, vision for the album at the start of the creative process or talk us through that? How's that work? I guess at the start of it all, I just wanted to make sure that I guess I liked the album. But then as I started picking the songs from the album over the last two years, all of the songs I ended up picking were from like a big moment, either was a really down moment or a really high moment or, you know, a moment from loss or grief. And then I realised this is kind of all the main points that I want to bring up as really as me. I mean, I could not be so forward and I could just talk about whatever, like I did on my EP, but I really wanted to be vulnerable and be a bit more open for the album. So because of that, that's why it's really erratic and I called it Welcome to the Madhouse because Mm -hmm. there is no... It's not about a breakup or anything. It's just about a bit of everything from the last two years, I guess. How do you not take into consideration the commercial success that you've had, if you're able to alienate that from your creative process at all? Because do you sit down and go, oh, I I, I choose one of these songs for the album because I think it might be commercially successful? Is is that the way that you do it? Or how do you leave leave good songs out Mm. of an album? There was only one song that I felt any kind of pressure to leave on the album when I didn't want it on the album because of that reason. It's not on the album, hmm. but um, pressure from from you know overseas and stuff to yeah. this song's good has to be on the album. But I end up taking it off. It definitely oh. is just not happening now, and I didn't want it on there. I know my my music can seem commercial and poppy, and yeah, it is. I'm, but um, that's just how I write. I don't think, like, I why. That's just, you know, obviously Johnny Ran Away was my first ever song that I wrote, and that was like that too. So I guess that's just writing it. Yeah. And have you had the flip side of that too, where you've got yourself a great song, like out of all the songs that you've written, and, you know, obviously you've achieved a fair bit of success, but one song in particular where you, you, you're almost screaming at us as listeners going, are you guys mental? This is a brilliant song yeah, yeah. you haven't stumbled <laughs> onto yet. Yeah. Is there anything like that? Well, I did release Can't Be Happy All The Time last year. The first release after my EP, it's a very slow song and it's a very honest song. It was the first time I was any any kind of honest um, about my mental health and stuff like that. Um, 
but I didn't. I wasn't so much. Can you believe this? I had to release it just to, just because I had to be honest. I didn't want to be fake anymore. And mm. I wrote songs called Jimmy and Johnny, and because I didn't want to talk about the fact that it was about me. Yeah, right. So I songs other names. I'm on, so to that your, was, I'm on to your now tones on IFS. Yeah. <laughs> Never you talk about Jimmy. If there's a Jimmy or a Johnny in there now, I'm going, oh, no, I got you. Yep. Hey, what, uh, what, what's the most money that you got tipping? Uh, busking, rather. It was Byron. It was on New Year's Eve, and it was just under $2,000. Oh, jeez. Oh, That's pretty from, good. From one dude, or is that just coming in all day? Mm. This is while well, I was busking for a good five hours, and, and people started getting a bit drunk towards the end, so I did busk until <laughs> midnight. But, um... The craziest thing ever is, this was when I first started, when I first rocked up to Byron, like within one of my first few busts. And the other craziest thing is I wasn't even selling demo CDs at this point. I didn't have any demo wow. CDs. I was huh. getting tipped. I thought back to that and was like, wow, I wasn't even selling CDs. But yeah, New Year's in Byron if you're a busker. No worries. Thanks, Tones and I. Yeah, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Good luck in lockdown. <laughs> I, I hope you're feeling all right. <laughs> okay, see you guys. The Ash Kip Lutzi and Susie O'Neill podcast is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.